Hi, welcome to the TG Buckpool podcast. My name is Charlie Bronner. And I am Jeff Bohoviak. Uh Happy uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Early, a couple days early here. Yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting time of the year, if not a real exciting time in the Buckpool. Um, mm-hmm. Anything going on? You've been hunting at all past couple weeks? No, I haven't been hunting just because of the weather. It's been pretty cold, hard to get out when the time changed, you know, and there's not much time after work on the weekends, just doing Christmas stuff shopping whatnot basketball tournaments for the kids so i haven't been out much but i have been putting deer cameras out and trying to see if the big ones are still kind of hanging around and unfortunately i have nothing it's just all does and some coyotes and a really really big bobcat that came in and i just found out that it takes like six to eight years to get a tag so i guess i'm not going to go bobcat hunting yeah it's pretty uh pretty uneventful it's weird how the animals, they're definitely in like in hibernation mode kind of sort of thing. You know, deer kind of like zombies right now this time of year. They just kind of walk around. Well, I don't know. They don't get out much. It's weird. Like I said last week, my uncles are still sending uh, sending pictures of bucks on the trail cams. Haven't gotten as many this week, but um, still getting some. And the mystery of my backpack is it, it continues and since I'm off next week, I'm tempted to take a day and just go out. It's a long drive, obviously, but go out to the woods and just retrace my steps. Did I leave my bag somewhere out there? Like bring my dogs with maybe, but my other thought was I'll bring the crossbow along and maybe I'll stumble yeah. across a deer while I'm out there. You definitely could, should do that. Cause right. I mean, you can walk up on them in the snow. They don't really take off right now because the, you know, they're, they're programmed right now to conserve energy and stuff. So you could walk up on a deer kind of, of course, if I, if I got the deer, my, my knife and my license and everything is, I could reprint my license, obviously. And I have more than yeah. one knife, but yeah, all my shit that I use for a deer is, is in the backpack that's missing. Yeah. But, that's all. That's what I do. I mean, even if you just take your bow and worry about that stuff after the fact, you know, that way, I mean, you might get a big one sometimes. Sometimes that's how guys get them when they're the, the, the least prepared. <laughs> It would it would be a lot of fun to go out there to try to find my backpack and come home with a deer and preferably yeah. the backpack also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be cool. That'd be like the what do you what do you want to call it the as the world turns type thing. You get whatever. Well, you know what I'm thinking about. Not something exactly. bad happens and something good will happen. <laughs> Karma kind of thing. Karma. Yeah, I couldn't think of the word. I I'm feel just like an idiot today. I'm hoping that doesn't mean I have bad karma right now because yeah. Didn't get a deer and I don't have my bag. I feel like I did something bad to deserve it then. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? I was just talking to my buddy, Zeke Peters. He's working out in uh, the western part of the state, and he was plowing, actually. He couldn't get out of his driveway. They have, they're have they just buried in snow right now, so I'm assuming if it is out there, you're not going to find it. It's buried. Well, thanks they, a they lot like for, a the, thanks yeah, for the vote sorry. of confidence. I feel great now. They have like a foot and a half of snow right now, and it's coming our way right now. So. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Just, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, with the with the buck pool kind of uh, there's really I mean typically at this point in the podcast we would go into the standings and everything like that, but nothing's changed. Josh is, Josh Andrews uh buck is still number one. Uh, Justin's still in second. Mike Weinfurter is still in third. No. Um. No. Where's Buss in second? Oh my! Oh my God! See, this is what happens when we yep. don't prepare, and I don't have notes. Um, that's right. Thank you. Wurzba's in second. Justin's in third. 
Um, my bad words. Sorry. Uh, so all nothing's changed since last week. Let's put it that way. Um, what else is going on this time of year? What kind of hunting activities? You and I talked earlier about uh, some of the stuff that guys have going here at TG. Well, I know that a lot of the guys are doing coyote stuff, a lot of rabbit hunting going on right now. And with this fresh snow out, it's a lot easier hunting that way. It's a lot more fun. Better for the dogs to be chasing all the animals. They can see them with the snow. Um, I know like you know, guys like Zeke Peters, Travis Clawhatch, Mitch Decane. The Gene Court family, they're all big into dogs right now. I'm sure there's a lot of guys in the western part of the state that are into it, too, from rapids and tomahawks. So I actually might take my brother up there. He's a big rabbit hunter and try to get some snowshoes up in the tomahawk area. That'd be kind of fun. But, yeah, other than that, deer hunting-wise, I know guys are sending me pictures with some decent bucks. Yeah, so, I mean, there's I don't see any potential guys that are going to beat Josh or anything like that, but you never know. So a lot of the guys are doing the fair bearing hunting right now. So, well, that brings up another topic actually. And that is if a lot of guys we've heard, oh, maybe not a lot, but at least a few we've heard have, uh, have shot bucks this year and mm-hmm. not sent pictures in. I know you and I have talked about this on the podcast before, but not sent pictures in because they know they're not going to win. And I've gotten a lot of ideas. I know you have two from people about next year. Maybe we should, um, set aside some prizes for anybody that shoots a buck, but doesn't finish in the money. Uh, they would go into a special drawing for uh special drawing for some extra prizes, meaning, that, you know, just trying to encourage people to send their pictures in. I also had a good idea from somebody this week. How about have a, have a prize or two for people who shoot does. So they send those pictures in and, you know, mm-hmm. we have more content basically. I'm wondering what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, definitely gonna do some different, something different uh, next year with the with the money and all that stuff. I know it's hard to keep everybody happy. We get guys complaining, you know, like you know, there's a lot, there's some drama in there. No I'm not way. Gonna get into it. I don't yeah, believe you. Imagine, imagine that. Um. So yeah, we're gonna do something different with the how we're gonna disperse money, give everybody a chance, better, a better chance to win stuff, especially if you harvest an animal. Right. So we'll come up with something. Guys are giving me ideas and whatnot. So. Well, we're trying to make it bigger and better every year. That's all we're trying to this change thing things up. Exploded in growth the last two, three years. So, yeah, yeah. The, the the structure of the prizes and the payout hasn't changed much. But, um, yeah, a, yeah. a lot of a lot of good ideas coming from people for next year. I guess is my point. Yep. Yeah. yeah, believe it or not, guys are complaining that there's not enough prizes. Can you imagine that? Like we have over fifty prizes from vendors and stuff, and guys are still complaining. But it's just a handful of guys. Yeah, exactly. So, we don't want to harp on the. I've yeah. I've heard way more positive than negative. I'm sure you have. Oh yeah. Too. Yep. No, vendors are awesome. I can't believe that some of the stuff we got this year. Yeah. Speaking of that, so. let's go into uh, we this week. If you've been following on tgbuckpool.com, we've had so many donations from vendors that we were able to, for the second time this season, do a prize every day. We decided for the holidays. This week mm-hmm. for with Christmas coming up, a prize every day. I'm just going to run down the list in case people haven't seen it on the website. So Monday, actually, maybe you can give a little more detail on this because I know you talked to Eric Herber at Victolic, donated a Carhartt jacket, and it wasn't just – he didn't just hand you a jacket. What he said was, put the winner in contact with me, and mm-hmm. and I will get a jacket for him his size. Like, Do you want to go into that? I, I know there's more to it than that. Yeah, let me pull this up here. Uh, what day was that on? That was um, Monday, the 19th. Yeah, shit, I'm kind of I'm on the website right now. 
Yeah, Eric Herbert, he did this thing last year where he he has a real nice Carhartt jacket, black heavy-duty jacket. I mean, it's a really nice price. And then there was, I think, there was like a a Bluetooth, like, pill speaker thing. I mean, it, it, there's all sorts of shit in there that he put in there. I'm not even sure what's in there this year, but I got into it with, I sent him an email with Jacob, Jacob Fergins, uh, the lucky guy, was uh, he's the winner this year. And I got in contact with Eric, and Eric was going to get him all that stuff with the right size jacket. So Jacob was pretty floored about that. Uh, let's see, portable battery charger. Uh, it just says Victolic swag, Bluetooth speaker, and a Carhartt jacket. So whatever he's going to give, it's always kind of a surprise every year. So that's actually a pretty good prize that uh, Victolic and Eric Herber donated this year. So congrats, Jacob Fergins, uh, you lucky SOB. <laughs> so he was pretty so excited. Yeah, that's a great prize. Definitely congratulations mm -hmm. to Jacob, and thanks a lot to Eric. Um, Tuesday, December 20th, another really cool prize, uh, courtesy of Tyler Redling at HSA, um, a Wild Game Zero Trace Scent Elimination Duffel Bag. What what do you know about those? I got one that's very similar to that. It's a scent lock where it has, like, the Ozonics inside of it. And a lot of times, you know, you get sick of washing your clothes all the time, so when you're done hunting... Like when I go out hunting, I'll get dressed like outside of my car and all that stuff. It's kind of funny, but a lot of guys do it. And they have all their stuff in a bag. Well, you put your clothes in a bag and you turn on this zero trace elimination thing. And it sends out like ozone and it eats all your bacteria. And it eliminates the order from your clothes. So it's kind of a cool thing, the technology that's out there this nowadays. It's pretty neat. Could I just live it's inside cool that price. bag would be the question. What? What's that? Could I just live inside that bag? No, I think, Charlie, you probably still should shower, you know. I mean, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, you couldn't fit inside there. You're right. Well, if I mean, if I had one large enough, like, could I sleep in it or? You probably could sleep in it and just turn it on and you won't have to shower. Could I turn my turn that into my deer stand? Well, you know, they do have stuff like that. They, those onyx, they guys will hang them up in their trees. I know. Like... I just, I like the idea of being encased in it. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I know that it's um, it's harmful, I guess, if you breathe that in. So I, I would highly oh, not advise to so do that. Probably I shouldn't then. No. Thank you. Good idea, though. <laughs> Somebody finds me passed out in a wild game zero trace bag. <laughs> oh, my God. This idiot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Anyway. Uh, so uh, Dylan Golick, winner of the winner of that amazing bag. That's a really cool prize. And... Um, Dylan is a local 18 Fox Valley sheet metal pre-apprentice. Uh, he's currently working at Clintonville schools, I believe. Yep. I think That's so. All right. I think so. Congratulations, Dillick or Dillick. Wow. Sorry. Dylan. I'm really on my game today. Uh, next day, December 21st, Wednesday, a really nice gun case, uh, courtesy of Jody Chrisman at United rentals went to Brian Barth. I know Brian was yep. really excited about that when I saw him yesterday. Uh, yeah, I mean, it looks like a pretty nice gun case. It's a, a case that looks like you can have one with a scope and all that stuff, and it's got all the like compartments, like little pouches on it and stuff to put all your shells in. It's a nice case. Really nice case, and I, like I said, a, kind of a pleasant surprise when uh, Brian got in yesterday and saw that sitting on his desk. Not, nothing wrong with that. Show up at work, and there's a gun case sitting on your on your desk. Um. Today's prize was uh, four Blaze video trail cams, courtesy of Doug Ham at Wind Supply. 
Uh, Justin brought these to us when we were in Wisconsin Rapids a couple weeks ago. And um, mm-hmm. those, and, and I was reading up online, by the way, it sounds like really nice trail cams. I mean, not, not that there are necessarily bad ones. I, I wouldn't know, but like reviews yeah. and stuff, I read it that like, these are quality, really nice trail cams. Yeah. I never heard of them before. They're called blaze video trail cams. I never heard of it before, but yeah, he gave us four of them from wind supply. That was awesome. Did not expect that. And those went to Andy Getz, Tyler Lindsley, Craig Kennard, and Josh Lemire, who uh, mm-hmm. Josh is a big hunter, <laughs> at least so. <laughs> so he said to me this morning. Um, so he'll. I hope you find some kind of use for it. But uh, I know the other guys actually are big hunters. Mm-hmm. So um, we talked to Andy when we were out in Rapids a couple weeks ago, also, and he 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 shot a couple bucks this year. If I'm yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tyler uh, Tyler Lindsley is our piping foreman over at Mulva right now. Craig Kennard got a buck this year. He's uh, a local 18 sheet metal journeyman. He's at GP. And yeah, uh, yeah Josh is our jack of all trades guy. Uh, but not not a big hunter, but wanted to participate in the uh, in the pool nonetheless, and got himself a trail cam. Yep, that's pretty cool. And then we're we're breaking news here. For anybody that's listening to the podcast early, but um, our our December twenty third prize is a fifty dollars Fleet Farm gift card courtesy of Marianne Christensen at Kohler. And uh, let me pull this up because we actually already we already drew for it. It's not going up on the website till tomorrow. That's going to uh, John Deering. Congratulations, John. He's our uh, Tomahawk. Yeah, service Service. manager and Tomahawk. Yeah, Marianne. Thanks, Marianne, for that. Uh, she always donates to this every year. So she's a very trusted vendor through Tweet Care. So cool person. Yeah, and personally a big fan of the the Fleet Farm gift card. Yep. I uh, Yeah, who who wouldn't be, honestly? Mm-hmm. So that uh, right. that gets us caught up on our on our prizes for the past week. And are we we are still doing one next week, correct? Yeah. We're yep. going back to one we next week. It's not a whole I week. I think the season, yeah, we got two weeks left. Um, it goes to January 8th. I think the our buck pool season closes. So, yeah. We have two more weeks. Two more weeks, I believe. One of the prizes is a Visa gift card, and one is a, a nice trail cam, if I remember yep. what's, what's remaining. I think, it was a, I think it was a tactic cam, I think. Yes, correct. Yeah. Very popular trail camera. So... The other, I, I had a story I wanted to share when we were talking about what are we going to talk about today? There's mm-hmm. not much going on in the pool. Yeah. And I started thinking of like with the holidays here, have I ever had any memorable Christmas, like hunts at Christmas time or at the end of the year? And I wanted to share this story, even though it's not deer hunting. I, I know you've heard this, but you did warn me that this might be, um, might be inappropriate. So I'm going to warn people now that if you're sensitive to uh, some some somewhat salty language, um, the the language is sort of the most important part of the story. I can't tell it without it. So if uh, if you're going to be offended by that, please stop listening now. That's my warning. Yeah, you've been warned. Yep. So uh, I'm I'm a pheasant hunter. I used to be a lot more than I am now uh, for a lot of reasons, but um, the pheasant hunters would know that the season ends last day of the year or at least it, i haven't hunted in a couple of years so maybe it doesn't anymore but january 3rd december 31st wow last day of the year is when pheasant season ends 
and uh, have a friend of my dad's who used to hunt with a lot. I don't want to name names because I don't want to like embarrass somebody in this story, but um, he, he owned a lot of land up north of Pulaski, Wisconsin, near Krakow, actually, where we used to hunt quite a bit. He, my dad was a teacher. If you've driven north on Highway 32, north of Pulaski, you have probably seen Fairview Elementary School, which is where he was a principal for a while. And being a principal, he met a lot of families who found, you know, through conversation, found out he was a hunter. Hey, you can come hunt on our property. And pretty soon, my dad, I swear, we could drive down those roads and he knew who lived at every single property. And mm. so we would go pheasant hunting up there a lot. And uh, the, But this one guy, particularly, who we went hunting with constantly back, I'm talking 20 years ago, called us up. Uh, called me up one New Year's Eve morning and was referring to uh, this all-black rooster pheasant that was that he had seen on his property many times. But the thing that he did that made this story special was he always referred to roosters as cocks, but completely unironically. Like, never once said it to try to be funny. I don't know that it ever occurred to him that cock had another meeting that is not PG rated, but he loved talking about cocks constantly. And he called me up on New Year's Eve morning and said, I got this black cock out here. You got to come and get it. And, <laughs> and so oh I, I grabbed my dog, who was pretty inexperienced at the time. So that's why I'm thinking this was probably like 2001, 2002, because my I had a Springer at the time, Sam. And Sam was, uh, she was a great hunter at the time, but not the best at retrieving yet. So I thought, yeah, let's get out there. Let's do it. It had just snowed a lot, so there was some pretty deep snow. And I swear to God, we chased this black pheasant all over, all over northeast Wisconsin. It felt like it kept, like she kept jumping it too far ahead, and I couldn't get shots. And we'd see where it landed. And we kept following it. And this guy knew everybody. He said, "Yeah, we can hunt that. We can hunt that." So we're walking all over all these people's properties, and just chased this thing for hours. And finally got to a position where I could get somewhat of a decent shot, and I winged it. And mm. this thing landed, like, went straight into a snowbank and burrowed its way in. And and my dad's friend kept talking about how, how we injured the black cock. And so I'm, like, trying to hunt this cool bird, but also uh, laughing the entire time as he's not even cracking a smile saying black cock every 10 seconds, hurry up and get the black cock before it gets away. And yes, you can imagine. So, so my, my dog over eager leaps into this snowbank and just starts ripping at this bird as it's fighting back at her. And these two are in like a, in some kind of battle in the middle of the snowbank. And when she finally pulls this bird out, she had ripped all the feathers out of one side of it. So at this point, the, you know, sort of the unique thing about getting that all black rooster, it's, it's ruined. She's ripped it to shreds. There's no way this thing is like getting mounted or anything. Mm -hmm. She brings it back to me and, and he's just talking about how she tore that black cock to shreds and, oh, man. and, and I can't do it justice. It's one of those, you had to be there things. But when I think of hunting over the holidays i the first thing that comes to mind is my new year's eve like chase for the black cock that was uh oh man it was an amazing day uh, i'll never forget it and uh, uh that would have been amazing if you could have mounted that black cock 
could have that black cock on the wall right now mounted awesome actually i've never seen one of those before it's what's really cool uh, if you've seen any pheasants up close is they have these iridescent feathers you know that if they hit the the sun just right right. it's like a rainbow on them basically so with the all black one when the sun hit it just right it it's really cool but again she tore the entire left side of it to shreds did it have any color when the sun hit it you know what i mean like or was it just simply black it was it was all black until like yeah the sun would hit it just right I mean you it, it's not like when you saw it from yeah. like twenty yards away it looked like a rainbow or anything but if you were holding yeah. it up you could yeah see the you could kind of see a rainbow in it yeah that's cool so that's yeah. my that's my hunting story for the holidays the the legendary story chase after the black cock there's a lot of old timers that talk like that I remember you know just the way that the language changed changes throughout the years, you know, like old plumbers and shit that we used to work, like Eddie Delcor and all those guys were, you know, working with these guys. Well, so. this, this guy is definitely one of those. He's an old school mm-hmm. Northern Wisconsin farmer and, yeah. and a, just one of the nicest guys I've ever met and was always uh, super generous about letting, he still has offered, my dad passed away almost four years ago and he still offers for me to go hunting on his property. Um, yeah. That's awesome. But it, yeah. The, the lasting memory is the chase for the black cock. Cool. That's there, a funny I'm story. Really glad I shared that for the holidays. Yeah, yeah I hope that's uh, some good entertainment for everybody. So, yeah, think of that the next time you're out pheasant hunting. Next time you're out cock hunting. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that's all I got today, Jeff. That's all I really have to. I mean, for for everybody that I know, I don't think anybody's really hunting that hard, especially over the holidays. But I think there is, I think there's a holiday hunt, and it's like a quite a lengthy season. I think where you can only shoot does. I think. I think I think it's like a week. Come, doesn't it start on Christmas Eve? I think it does. I think so. Yeah, and I actually might take take that up actually and go up with a gun and shoot one. I need some meat. Well, make sure so, you look at the regulations before you do, because yeah. clearly we have no idea when it is. I have no idea. I, I got to check it out. So, But yeah, I'm quite sure there's a holiday hunt, so I don't know if it's statewide, but um, I think it is. Yeah. I want to say it's check statewide it. from like Christmas Eve to, to New Year's Eve or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll let's, have to check it out. Let's go with that. We're confident. Sure. Christmas Eve, go, go deer hunting. Yep. All right. Well, that's all for me, man. I got nothing else either. So have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. Thanks a lot for, for listening uh, and Merry Christmas and happy new year. If we, I think we're having a podcast next week, but I'll say happy new year. anyway. It doesn't happen. All right, Jeff. Thanks a lot. See everybody.